Welcome to the Empowered Podcast with Deanna Merlino, an all-encompassing personal development show where I will be sharing with you just how to transform yourself into the best version of you, both inside and out. From wellness, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and manifestation, I'll be showing you exactly how to live your best life. I will be keeping it as real and raw as it gets. So get ready to peel back the layers and really transform yourself under the surface because nothing is better than finding your purpose and living this life as your true, authentic self. You've been hearing me talk about my new spiritual life coaching program. So by now, you know, if you are ready to jump into something like this, but now it's time to make it happen. I'm running a special deal. And if you want to hear more, then it's time for you to reach out to me. You can check me out on my page, the empowered coach 333 and DM me for more information to get you ready to step into your higher self and your next level today. Welcome back, my Empowered fam. I am so excited to be here today with you, and we finally got Madeline on, which I had mentioned that we were going to do for the last couple weeks. Forgive me for sounding a little nasally. I have been sick, but I am feeling much better. So I'm just going to go ahead and dive right in and introduce her, and then we will just jump into all the goods. So Madeline Eve is an energy healer and intuitive coach and co-founder of Healer Funnels, as well as The Sanctuary, which you all have heard me talk about multiple times. The Sanctuary is an online energy healing membership for spiritual entrepreneurs and professionals, where Maddie serves alchemical healing. Through receiving alchemical healing, or alchemy for short, you'll experience levels of profit and power previously unexperienced. You'll feel lighter, more clear, more connected, more free, and more you than you have ever been. Maddie, thank you so much for being here with me today. You were sick last week too, so we were kind of jumbling our schedules, so I'm glad we were able to make it happen. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm also a little nasally, so we're, we're in that together. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, honestly, I would just love for, and I've kind of heard a little bit of your story in the sanctuary, but I would love to hear your background um, and anything you feel like sharing right from the get-go. Sure. So um, I guess it all began when I was little and I just always wanted to help people, but I kind of never, I just never knew how I was going to. I was a little lost in the world. I studied psychology undergraduate, but when I graduated, I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do with my life. So I traveled to Asia and that's kind of where I started learning about all these alternative things. I actually had been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease when I was 10. And so I kind of when I was over there, I was like, oh, I'm just going to like see what I can do to heal this and heal anxiety and some of the other things I was experiencing. And I found so many cool things that really just opened my eyes. You know, we don't have as many of those, or at the time we didn't have as much access to those in the U.S. It wasn't as common. The internet wasn't as prevalent at that time. And so that's where I really started discovering alternative healing, um, when I moved to Florida, that's where I found alchemy. I, I met a shaman. I had never heard of a shaman before. My friend was like, you have to meet her. And after the first session of alchemy, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel incredible. And so I studied with her for about eight years and here we are today. So that's kind of the condensed story. I was actually so curious how you came across alchemical healing because prior to seeing your post, 
Um, I had never heard of it before and I have shared already, but I'll kind of just recap. I was literally scrolling on Facebook and saw a post pop up that said the healer's healer. And I didn't have to read anything else. I was like, okay, sold. Um, so I'm really glad that you were able to learn something like that because for me, I feel like that's something that is newer, at least in my realm. And it's so, so, so powerful. So it's really cool to see it happening. Plus also be a part of it myself. Yeah. It's one of those things that's super underground. I learned it from my teacher personally. It's not really on the internet. I think I was the first person to bring it online. And and I think those are some of the most powerful things, the ones that are like less known that get passed down from healer to healer, uh, like they used to do in indigenous times, right? That's how they used to do it. They would pass it down from the, the ones that were chosen to be the tribe's healer. And it was just by word of mouth. Mm, yeah, that's a really good point. And so I do um, spiritual retreats as well, which we've knew with that. Um, but we've been talking more and more about going back to the roots of really digging into that indigenous cultures and the way things were done in groups and that kind of healing. Um, so it's really, you know, such a good point of that old school healing versus so much stuff has become mainstream that I feel like it can get diluted. So I feel like you really have a gold mine with with what you have to offer. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think any way that somebody learns healing is amazing, but there definitely has been a surge of like one-day trainings or two-day trainings and things that have just been passed down, like you said, and diluted um, to make them more accessible, which is great, but it does take out so much of the original magic, I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, one thing I want to bring up is I know that I remember hearing you mention before that you have had the ability since you were younger to kind of see people's energy, if I'm saying that correctly. So I would love for you to share how that came about, maybe some of your experiences and how that affected you um, growing up and as a child and probably having no idea what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. So I just, the one moment that I remember most vividly is being in the airport with my dad and he was talking to a friend. I grew up in a super small town in Tennessee. And so in the airport, you knew everyone. And he was talking to his friend and I was like holding his hand. And I just remember looking up at his friend. I was probably like seven and seeing beyond what he was saying, being like, oh, like feeling that he had a lot of untruths in his relationship, just things that a seven-year-old shouldn't know. I was like, this is so weird. But I kind of felt like at the time that I was making it up in my head, making up stories about people and not reading people because I grew up in a very like a normal household. My mom and dad weren't spiritual. I grew up Jewish and Judaism actually is a very spiritual religion, but I didn't connect to it growing up. And so nobody around me ever talked about these things. So I I never knew what it was until I was traveling and um, I lived on this super spiritual island in Thailand called Copenhagen. And there's a really close-knit spiritual community there. And I started having all these spiritual experiences. I was studying really ancient form of yoga for healing. And the one thing that I really remember is I had this guy friend and anytime I would think of him, I would turn, like be driving my motorbike and I would turn and he'd be right there. Anytime I would think about him, he would show up. And that was the first time that I was really like, oh, there's like something to this. And um, 
that was the beginning of it, but I didn't really start accessing all of it until I studied alchemy. And that's where I learned who I was, what I was capable of, and how to develop that. And also that everyone has these abilities and to different extents, but that through alchemy and energy healing, we can open them more and more. It's really awesome that you just pointed out on that too, because, and I was, I literally was just having a conversation with my retreat business partner this morning. Um, She saw a healer this morning who in a session was telling her she needed to start unlocking more of her gifts. And so we were talking about it again because I was like every week when Maddie has her sessions, that's something that she's working on is unlocking these gifts because we all have them. And the more it's so wild because I remember being for me so concerned what people would think and so concerned with being my authentic self and presenting it online. But the people close to me knew and for a while I was comfortable there and then I expanded more, but I've noticed that even just the people around me are starting to have awakenings of their own without me even having to push. It's just kind of happening. So I'm able to see people unlocking things just happening on its own. So it's so true that like everybody has these gifts. We can all tap into them. It's just choosing if you're going to acknowledge it or not. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, am I going to actually accept this? Because for a lot of people, they're told that it's wrong, especially people who grow up religious and and like me, they don't even know what's going on. So it's just like, you don't even think twice about it. But now more and more with the internet and how much accessibility we have to learning these things, I think people are waking up faster. I think it's really something to mention too. And I've kind of noticed it, I've seen it being mentioned before, but it really clicked for me that it's kind of, it's safe in this lifetime to be these versions of ourself, where in older times, like for example, if you were to show any of these things, you would be called a witch and then you would be literally burned at the stake. Whereas like it's safe in this lifetime for the most part to be able to show your true colors. So I think that's really lending to this mass awakening as well. Yeah. I was just thinking about that the other day. I I like love Harry Potter. And I'm like, how cool is it to to have a school where you go and you learn magic? And I was like, wait a minute. I kind of do that every week in the sanctuary. I kind of teach that. And I'm like, oh, I'm just like a a main, a modern day witch. I I don't really identify as that, but yeah, we can be open and that's such a gift. It's funny that you just said that because, so my main reason for really jumping into healing so rapidly and so deeply and having such an intense awakening was when I found out I was pregnant and I wholeheartedly knew that your traumas passed down to, you know, your children. And I have had so much trauma in my life that I just didn't want that for him. So I just kind of like dove right in. Um, And I remember one of my very first healings that I experienced when I still had no idea what they were doing, no idea what was going on. Um, She was like, just so you know, this is the strongest child I have ever experienced. And she had mentioned like, is your husband open to this stuff? And I was like, no, not really. And she was like, well, he's going to have no choice but to be because your son's going to be ridiculously powerful. And so that kind of was like a shift for us in, for me more so, but like knowing like I had to be prepared myself to help him navigate these things. And it also made my husband more open to me and what I'm doing in healing because 
it's just what we're going to have to deal with. But my point is, is that I literally was thinking recently, like, what if there was like a school for this stuff? And there, I mean, there really probably is. I've never researched it, but it's just crazy. Like this is real life and it's actually happening. (laughs) It's Harry Potter in real life. I I always (laughs) used to pray please let something like Harry Potter be real. And when I found (laughs) alchemy, I really felt that I had found the thing. I'm like, I discovered the magic of life. And I don't think it has to be alchemy, but I just think the knowing that there is something deeper, that there are signs Mm -hmm. and that we can connect to God or universe and just this deeper meaning of life. I think that's really the magic and being connected to that I think is the greatest gift in this lifetime. Even the people around me coming along now is knowing that you are co-creating your entire Mm -hmm. existence versus just being trapped in this is the hand I was dealt and this is how things have to be, which I feel like is the old way things were and it just doesn't have to be that way anymore and it's kind of like who else can I share this with you know like I know no one can see me doing that but you you really just want to share it with people that it doesn't have to be struggle it doesn't have to be just always and there's always going to be struggle obviously but you get to play a role in how your life plays out and there's just something so magical about that. It is. It's so magical but I think it's also mm-hmm. so simple. Like when I first found that out, mm-hmm. I'm like how can it be this basic the path to change and growth and all of the things that we want. It's as simple as changing ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, I would love to hear your entrepreneurial journey. I always love to share because I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I do all the things. I'm always finding new things to do. So I always love to bring on guests who have their own journey and kind of sharing how that's been for you and maybe some things that you're working on, um, just whatever you'd like to share. Sure. So I started my business, I guess like eight years now, and I actually started as a health coach, but very quickly met my teacher and started studying and practicing alchemy. So I've done energy healing, been an energy healer for entrepreneurs for about eight years, really. And I've worked one-on-one and still do privately, but I also have, like you mentioned, my membership group, The Sanctuary, where I do weekly live healing, supporting people to clear out mental, emotional, physical blocks that hold them back in life and business. And I really see that as like our own special church, not actually church in the Christian sense, but a a weekly place to come and just let go of the BS and reconnect to what's true. Um, And then my boyfriend and I, who he helped me grow the sanctuary, he's like a genius marketer. Um, He just knows everything, copywriting, ads, funnels, all of the things. He's the one who's behind growing that. And we just launched a new business a couple days ago called Healer Funnels, where we help healers to grow online businesses that generate reoccurring monthly income and soulmate clients on autopilot without any organic posting, DM, or sales call. So that's our new business. I was hoping that you would talk about that because I was like, wait, I don't know what that is when I was reading your intro. That's really awesome. Um, tell me some of what would be some struggles that you have faced in entrepreneurship and the shifts that you made to get on the other side of them. 
that's a hard question because there's so many. <laughs> I, I always say yeah. that entrepreneurship is the fastest way to grow if you allow it to be. And what stops so many is that point where the hard parts come up. But to me, like that's been the biggest struggle is there's just so many hard parts that you don't realize. Like when I was becoming a health coach, they don't, they didn't tell you about building a business and all the things that you would go through. And so that was a big shock to me in the beginning, like all the things that I had to come up against and work through in order to become super successful in as a healer and coach. Um, the way that I work through them is, is through alchemy. It's through everything that I teach, just remembering that the beliefs that happen or the, the limiting beliefs that come up, the heavy emotions, all of those things come up to be healed. And, and that's why it's the fastest way to grow, because if we can recognize that and transform them, then we not only grow in our business, but we grow in ourselves. And, um, I know that's a really basic answer, but that that has been the hardest part is just realizing that things are going to be hard. And if you keep going, if if I keep going, if, if anyone does, then you will be successful, right? It's as simple as that. I always say to my team, because I'm in network marketing as well, is the only way to fail is to quit. And it sounds so cliche, but it's so true in any business because I do multiple things. And that's like it, we like to put timelines on things. That's just like a human experience. Um, and, you know, things we're also very much in a instant gratification type society and in time and place now. So it's so easy to give up on something when it's not working right away in every aspect of our life. But if you don't give up, then you at some point will be successful. And I think there's many levels of success, obviously. Um, so you can be successful in many ways and at different stages. Um, so I wanted to kind of just piggyback on that because since I've been in the sanctuary, I have noticed so much. Um, the biggest shifts for me are that I'm going through my hurdles so much faster. Like having you not only do you do the one weekly live, but you also do healings throughout the week as well. And I just feel like I don't stay down or stuck in a hard place as long as I did before. So it's so nice to have that to help me to just overcome whatever I need to. Like literally last night I was up, I did not sleep at all. I was having like epiphany after epiphany after epiphany. And it was just like download after download after download. And it was things stemming back to my childhood. I'm going to end up doing a podcast episode about it that um, are very deeply ingrained that I know are going to completely, completely change every aspect of myself and business moving forward. And we just talked about on the last healing session when I was on with you, limiting beliefs that I had and we were working on moving through them. And you even mentioned, you know, like, I feel like a shift is coming for you. And it's just crazy how fast it happens. Like it speeds up the levels. So I guess um, for me, I know the answer, but why would you recommend, why is it so important to invest in a coach or a healer? The importance of that um, is going to depend on the person, right? But as entrepreneurs, as healers, as coaches, um, 
so much does come up. And even people who don't have a business, so much comes up in life. And no matter how much healing we do, there's always going to be something. So if you're, if, if a person is, is committed to having more success in their life or continuing to deepen their relationship, no matter what it is, it, it can be really hard to work through those things by yourself, right? I mean, even as healer, as healer, a healer, um, I have support and I can work through these things on my own, but it does get to a point sometimes where it's so sticky and it's so heavy and you just don't want to do it by yourself. Plus we miss things. Um, we miss more things in ourselves than we're going to miss for others or that others would miss for us. I don't know. To me, it, it's kind of hard to answer because it's second nature at this point. Like I always have a healer and I always have a massage therapist and a chiropractor and all of these things. And to me, it's just how to be a healthy human. All of our beliefs and our emotions and our energy, it not only impacts our business and our life and relationships, it impacts our health. So in order to stay healthy and thrive, um, I think it, it's like a non-negotiable. <laughs> I agree. And I always like to, and I don't even remember if I did a podcast episode about this or if it was just something that I thought about doing, is that I look at every single thing as an investment into myself. And that can go down to they, the iced chai latte that I get myself at the coffee shop later. You know, like if that makes me feel good and that feels happy, it's worth investing in that cup of tea to make me feel better. So I think that I, I feel like at the stage where I'm at with my podcast and the people who I have as consistent listeners who are reaching out to me, they're feeling stuck in that in that transition space of I'm stuck here. I can't afford to get a you know what I mean. Um, I might not be saying that properly, but they're stuck in that. Tr they're still in that space of not crossing the threshold of okay, I'm ready to make the jump because I know and you know that when you invest in yourself and when you make a commitment to doing an inspired action and and taking the steps to better yourself and get yourself closer to your goals, it's always going to pay off. Um, do you have any advice for anyone listening who is still kind of stuck in being willing to invest in themselves? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think everybody at some point in their growth journey comes to that place where it's like, I don't know if I can afford this. To me, like I used credit cards in the beginning and it was the best thing in the world because what happens when you make that energetic decision and you say, yes, I maybe don't have, or I have the amount of money in my bank account, or I'm going to put it on a card. It just feels stretchy. It feels scary, but yes, I'm going to do it. And you say, that's the person that I am. I am the person who can afford this. I know that I can, I know it's going to work out. And simply by sometimes just buying the thing or hiring the coach, things change, but it's that energetic commitment to who you want to be, who you're becoming instead of of the commitment to who you've been and the lack. When we choose lack, the lack perpetuates. It continues over and over and over again, and then you never have the money to invest. So I know it's super scary to take that leap, but if you remember that it's the decisions in every moment that define who you are and define what your life is, then it makes it a lot easier because you're seeing if I say no then I'm deciding that's not me. But if I say yes, then it is me and the money is going to come. So that is what I 
look at when I'm making these big, scary decisions. And and I, I recommend like, if you don't have the money, it feels scary, like get a zero interest credit card for 14 months. Like it's practically free. I'm not saying like go into debt and like be irresponsible. Right. But, or, you know, ask your parents for help. There's always a way. And if you want to grow bad enough, then you're going to do it. But there's always a way. I love that you said that because when I started my network marketing business, I put my investment on a credit card and I had the money in my bank account. But for whatever reason, I felt more comfortable in putting it on my card. And I knew that I better put in the work to pay at least pay off what I just invested because I have that card payment to make. And I think that that this is not remotely related, but this is just coming to me, especially as entrepreneurs and healers and people in this space is a lot of times people get stuck in that I'm going to give away things for free, for free, for free, for free, free content, free content, free content, because we think that that's going to get us, you know, more people involved. But there's something about even if it's a dollar, just that transaction of that finances and making that energetic commitment, people have such better results and tend to put so much more effort into whatever they're they're doing because they're like, oh, I financially made a commitment. And in our head that even a dollar would be like, I paid for that, so I'm not going to waste it. Yeah, I, I love it. When I hired my last coach, um, it was the most money I'd ever spent in a month on a coach. And the moment that I paid – I just felt everything change in me energetically for days. And it was the coolest thing. Like that was one of the best parts about hiring her and she had nothing to do with it. Um, so yeah, it's a cool process. And and I agree, it can feel easier to put on a credit card because it's less pressure. And, you know, it's like, okay, I have 14 months to pay this off. Like instead of I have to pay it off today and I have to stress myself out. So it is better, I think, to find ways that aren't stressful. Um But if you're going to grow, like also, I think we have to consider that, yeah, you're spending money right now for a coach or a healer and it doesn't maybe feel like it's like, where's the money going to come from? But when you grow, like, you know, Deanna and I talked about it a little bit ago in the podcast, when you grow, you become a different person and the things in your life change. So you have no way of knowing how you're going to change and how that's going to change your financial situation in the process of growing yourself. For someone right now who is feeling trapped in knowing their next step, like they want more, but they don't know what to do. Um, you know, maybe they they know they want to do something different, but they're not able to find their thing. Do you have any advice for them to kind of get out of that funk and be able to find their next step forward? Yeah, I think that the biggest thing that holds people back when they're trying to figure their life out or their business or even their next hobby, they're like waiting for this big picture of how things look. And they're waiting for the full clarity to drop in, which almost never happens. And so my (laughs) advice is to look for one piece at a time and look for one piece that in your body just feels like, hell yes. Like it feels good. It feels Mm. so right. I call this the full body. Yes. Um, I I know I didn't coin that, but this is what I call it. (laughs) Um, and so just looking for those little things, like one piece and then going after that one piece and knowing that you can, 
you can take a step without knowing everything. And that step, you might be in that step for a day or a week or a few months, but it doesn't matter because one thing is going to bring you to the next and is going to bring you to the next and to the next. And if you're not sure what would bring you joy or what feels like a full body yes, you got to just try a bunch of things. I think about when I moved to Florida, I didn't know anyone. Um, I was not in a great place and I just kept trying things. Like I would go to this chanting circle and I didn't like it. And so then I tried slacklining and it was okay. And everything you try, you know, you're not going to like, and don't let that discourage you. Just know that eventually you're going to find the next piece. I love that. That was so perfectly put. And, um, this just came to me while you were saying that, and it, it fits on the other side is, I recommend start saying more no as well to anything that isn't giving you that full body yes, because you would just be wasting your energy on things that are not serving you instead of using it, using your energy for the things that would propel you to that next step and propel you to that next version of self. I I think for me, I'm very much in the F yes all the time. And I didn't take the time to look at still the things that I started needing to say no to that were just draining my energy. And that could be people and places and things and family members. Um, And actually, when we did our very first session um, and we did a one-on-one and I remember you telling me that there was, and I kind of hit on this before, but um, there was like a vortex in my room that was like letting darkness in because I was struggling, which has very much improved since. I've also become far more confident in knowing that I am more powerful than any darkness, um, which has helped a lot. But I remember that I was so fearful in my house all the time. Like sleeping was just not happening because I was terrified of things that were happening. Um, when there was like that darkness in my house and you removed it, you made sure that was gone. And, you know, you were like, just know that it's gone. And then I went to Vegas not long after and I could just feel the heaviness again. And you, you tapped in and looked and you were like, there's some sketchy stuff going on. Like, I don't know what's happening. And you had mentioned, um, I knew a lot of it had come from Vegas too, because it was very overwhelming and the city felt very heavy to me. Um, also I've noticed side note that my like em- empathicness, <laughs> that's not a word, but has catapulted to extreme levels. So I feel everything so heavily, which I've had to put boundaries up on. And that ties into this is that one of the things you told me was maybe you should look at the places that you're giving your energy, whether that's groups online, people you're following, you know, things that you're tied into. And I really took the time to do that because I realized that I was letting my energy leak out in so many places. And if my energy is leaking out, that means things are coming in. And so I think it's so important for us to be really mindful about where we're saying yes and where we're saying no and where we're putting our energy. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up because a lot of the reason for lack of clarity is lack of energetic clarity. So if we have so many things, like you said, in our life that are a hell no, then those are going to block us from having the space to be able to find the hell yes. And that could be energies. It could be people. It could be social media. I mean, all of these things collect and can just have us be super unclear. So I'm really glad you brought that up. That's a really good point. There's one thing that I want to mention and it, 
I don't know if it'll sit with anyone else listening. I think it will, but it's something that I learned from you that I was not doing. And it just makes so much sense um, through alchemy is that anytime you're clearing away energy, like, so we're, we're clearing stuff away and then I just would kind of clear and then I'd be good. But what I wasn't doing was filling it back up with good first because you're just leaving a void. Um, and I don't know if you want to touch on that for a second, but how important it is, is when you cleanse things out of yourself and your space, how important it is to fill it back up with good stuff yeah. so that you're just not a whole and like an emptiness, you know? Yeah. It actually, where I learned this was I was working with a healer and I was, I was struggling with an eating disorder at the time and not filling myself up. I had no joy, nothing, no good energies in me really. And she was like, you are energetically emaciated. And I was, I was just so void of anything, just so empty, so numb. And what a lot of healers do, and there's nothing wrong with it per se, but it's just clearing and clearing and clearing and clearing. But if we continue to do that, then it just becomes a void. And sometimes we need that void, that space for ideas to flow into, for things to grow, but we don't want to stay in that void forever. We want to fill ourselves back up with all of the good things so that we can feel good and also so that we can be at the frequency to manifest the things that we want. So when we fill ourselves up with the high frequencies and fill up our space, we become a match for higher and higher things. And so it works in so many different ways, but a lot of people become depressed because they've done so much clearing and purging and like ayahuasca type things. And there's just nothing good left in their system. It's just empty. I'm so glad and grateful that you shared that as well, because especially putting on the retreats, we're dealing with such large groups of people where obviously you're very much in a close knit container. And I noticed the difference from my first retreat where I was not doing that. We were so, we do so many, so many different healing modalities and obviously it was still very powerful. And again, there is a place for kind of being at that zero point void level. Um, but I noticed the difference of taking the time to fill everyone back up before we left versus just doing the cleansing and the clearing. So it's so powerful that we do that for myself ourselves. Um, you were talking about manifesting. This is not this is not something that we talked about. So I'm gonna put you on the spot. But I would love to hear uh, maybe one of your biggest or favorite things that you have manifested. Oh man. I know this is really There's just throwing so you out there. Many. Um <laughs> I would have to say probably my boyfriend. Knew it. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> it sounds so cheesy because everyone's like, I'm going to manifest my love. But I was not manifesting at the time. And it was one of those things that just caught me by surprise. We were in a, we met in a personal development training and he knew right away that like, that is the person I'm going to be with forever. But I like thought we were going to be friends and <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment like a week later where I just saw our souls fuse together and he has just mm. been the biggest blessing in my life, you know, helping me to heal emotionally in relationship, not just romantically, but in all relationship. And also he is such a big part of my success. Like I was doing pretty good. Okay. When I met him, but like together we have just been able to create so much. So it's like the manifest 
manifestation that keeps manifesting. And it was such a lesson Mm. in, you know, I do think it's important to dwell in the energy of our dreams and visualize and all of that. But, you know, I'd been looking or wanting a partner for so long. And when I finally let go, which is a big piece of manifestation, and I leaned back, it was right there in front of me. So I think that it really always reminds me of that, which is so important is like not being attached knowing that we can connect to what we want one time and be in the energy of it and stay in a high frequency and then let it go. I knew you were going to say your boyfriend too. Like I literally knew that's what you were going to say. Um, so psychic and, gifts. <laughs> yeah, which have definitely been coming online. Um, like it's the, the craziest stuff keeps happening. Like I'll literally see it and then it happens like an hour later and I'm like, I love it. <laughs> that didn't just happen, but of course it did. Um, yeah, and I have the, I, I love that for you because I have very much the same relationship with my husband. Um, and I... I'm so grateful for that. But it's funny, I manifest more through my husband than I do for myself. And I know there's nothing wrong with that and I'm okay with it. Um, And he is now far more into it now because he sees how it plays out because he was never into any of this stuff. So it's been quite the journey. Um, But yeah, I tend to manifest more through my husband than I do for myself, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. A lot of people say that actually, Mm -hmm. Um, but who knows how it will change. Yeah, that's shifting right now (laughs) as we speak. I I already feel what's coming. Um, Okay, well, Maddie, thank you so much for joining me today. Is there anything that you feel called to share whatsoever before we wrap it up? Whatever I say and whatever any healer or teacher or coach says, Um, you want to always make sure to run it through yourself because you might have liked some of the things I said and not some of them, but all that matters is the things that connected. So allow the pieces that connected today and always for you to connect and to remain and, and leave the rest. What's most important is your truth and everybody has different ones. Thank you for sharing that because it's so true um, and so spot on. Well, I'm so glad that we were able to get on today and I'll make sure that I put all your info in the show notes. Um, And I'm just so grateful for you and everything that you serve to myself and others and now the Empowered Family. And I just want to say thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was an honor to be here with you and chat with you. And um, I really appreciate you having me on. Of course. Thank you so much, Empowered Fam, for tuning in, taking all of the lovely golden nuggets, and I will see you all next week. Have the best day, the best week. I love you all. Take care. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to find out more, you can follow me on Instagram at Empowered with Deanna and my personal page, Fit Deanna Lolita. You can also visit me on my website, which is DeannaMerlinoFit.com. Make sure that whatever platform you guys are listening on, please rate and subscribe. And this means so much to me. It's going to help get me out there to help so many other people. I'm so grateful that you're here with me on this journey of wellness and self-empowerment. I cannot promise that it will always be easy, but I do know that it will always be worth it. Stick with me and together, let's start living as the version of us that we were meant to be. Because the world is waiting for your gifts and you deserve to live the life of your wildest dreams and beyond. So friends, Let's get empowered.